How do you say this guy's name? Is it which guy? Uh, the Marvel guy. Is it Kevin Feige? The... <laughs> Kevin Feige. Feige. Okay. Feige. Feige. Like I was the Greek calling yogurt. Him, I was calling him Faggy, but I never said that to anyone because I didn't know if that was right or not. Kevin Faggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's Feige. Um, uh, I'm trying to like. I listened to like a pronunciation thing too, and I was like, "No, that can't be right." Yeah, you're you're pronouncing it like the uh, Greek yogurt commercials that Bobby <laughs> Flay does. <laughs> this is Kevin Faye, right? Real yogurt. Wicked smart, wicked cool, wicked fucking. Stupid, whatever the fuck, something wicked. I'm bigger like a toilet teaser. It's so hot here. My boy's wicked smart. Cause the boy is hotter than hot. He's hot, hot, hot. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I can either start with our witty banter or I can just go ahead and say, welcome everyone. To another episode of Wicked Hot, Kevin and John. Except it's Wicked Hot Marvel Month. Yes, you've heard it. We announced it on Twitter. And it is Wicked Hot Marvel Month. Happy April, everyone. Yeah, which it's actually not at the time of recording this. So it has <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't have the allure yet, but it will it on doesn't. Monday. It doesn't, but I hope everyone had a nice zombie Jesus day. And <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's April. Um, you guys are getting ready for Infinity War, which is coming out uh, at the end of this month. Not to date us or anything, but um, Kevin, I'm excited. I mean, we both were excited about this, and I think the Wicked Hot Marvel Month is our first like real event. Wicked Hot's first event. Yeah, it's de- it's obviously the first event, but it's also like the first series of podcasts that we're doing. So we're doing four Marvel themed podcasts up until. The release of Infinity War, and then maybe we'll talk about Infinity War the next week or something. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd definitely be cool. Um, but yeah, so we did have, uh, aside from the special announcement for Wicked Hot Marvel Month, should we just tell them now or wait till the end and really make it, them stick the whole way through? Yeah, let's tell them at the end. Okay, tell you at the end. But um, so moving on from that, um, we did go ahead and put a picture up on the Instagram for this week's episode. Uh, Kevin. Yes, I'm at. I'm okay. at table. Okay. Did you see Sorry, me panicking? Right. And you, it sounded like you tried to slow down to save me, but I actually didn't see you panicking. I thought you were like fumbling around with something. I was like, I don't. Okay. So yeah, we had we had one guess, and it was the right guess. Really, it was only one. I thought we had more than that. I thought we had some on Twitter. Nobody got it on the Twitter. We had a guess, uh, basically, that it was about um, how comfortable or uncomfortable the. The costumes were, um, but no, that was incorrect. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I'm not, before we get into the right answer, I'm honestly not, not, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to doing an episode about that. Yeah. I think, um, this whole series of posting the picture has got us more show ideas than it has. (laughs) Than it has guesses. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, if we use your, um, idea, we will make sure to definitely credit you for the idea. Yep. Um, so, but we did get the winner, and who is the winner, and how do they? What do they guess? The winner was uh, Christian Gill, nineteen ninety nine, on okay. <laughs> Instagram. Wonder who that is. Yeah, uh, and sounds he, like a family member, but I can't quite <laughs> put my my finger on it. Uh, he guessed Easter eggs, and he said in honor of Easter on Sunday. So he was right on both accounts. Yes, yeah. We should have been like, it's recording in the next two weeks. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. So we are covering Easter eggs. Um, all Easter, not all Easter eggs, but all, our favorite Easter eggs um, within the MCU. Uh, Kevin and I did make a pact that we can't use X-Men or was it just X-Men? Uh, yeah, I think it was just yeah. X-Men. Yeah, because then it's just X-Men and Deadpool and that's basically it and then fantastic four but i mean 
you know, who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, I didn't even <laughs> yeah. consider those yeah. movies when I was looking for Exactly. This. All right, well, before we start off the Easter egg... <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Okay. Yeah. Rewind. So before we start this episode, um, I just wanted to point out that this is not going to be the audio version of those YouTube videos with the red circles and arrows. Have you seen those that point out basically like every minute detail someone watches a movie in like about five frames per second, just kind of pointing out like little nuances and things in the background so they can be like writing all those clickbait articles to say five things you missed and just circle and yeah. put arrows everywhere. Those, you know what I'm saying? those infuriate me because it's you it's literally like a thirteen minute video and the thumbnail just grabs you. And of course the the thumbnail thing that you want to see is to like way in the back of the video. Yeah. And it's just bullshit. Yep. And I found yep. a lot of those when I was searching for my stuff. It's like, this is not an Easter egg or it's just really reaching in general. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. No, I, some of the things, it was a lot of clickbaity articles, but out of the trash heap, I was able to find something that was pretty salvageable. Agreed. Okay. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Marvel movie Easter eggs coming your way in three, two, one. I am Iron Man. We do this all day. I am Thor, son of Odin and Hulk. <sighs> Smash. Romamu, I come to bargain. The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. The mantle passed from warrior to warrior. Wow, you're the Avengers! Hey, you know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. All right, so my first Easter egg is pretty relevant, uh, considering it deals exactly with the themes that we'll face in Infinity War. And I'm talking about the vessel for the stones themselves. Insert Indiana Jones in the Tumble of Doom reference. Every time I see her stones, I always think, the stones will be found. You won't. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's not what I think because I don't know fucking lines of movies like you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm very advanced with this shit. <laughs> um, but in any case, I digress. So I'm talking about the Infinity Gauntlet making early appearance in Thor 1. Um, so you, uh, basically what happens is you can catch a glimpse of it, uh, of the Infinity Gauntlet, I mean, in Odin's vault on Asgard when the Frost Giants sneak in and they're attacked by the destroyer oh yeah but the thing is like you need and i thought it came and i thought it was featured more like up front and i i because i don't remember it in this movie i feel like it was in the second one but i couldn't find a scene where it showed it or even in the avengers um but you have to like pause it just as they're at the right moment like the minute the destroyer like is about to fire they like so it's cut. like a few frames yeah, like if that, and like you really just it, you'll see it in the background, and then it just com- gets completely like blinded when like the destroyer's beam just like fries the giants or whatever. Hmm. So, anyway, the reason I brought it up is because we see Thanos at the end of Age of Ultron put on the gauntlet, and there was a lot of speculation as to like, oh, we're like everyone remembered that it was in Thor one, like how the how the fuck did he get it? And in Thor 1, it visibly has all the Infinity Stones on it. Oh, it does. Yeah, like oh, every shit. single one. Because like the palm, I mean, not the palm, but like the, I don't know, the top of your, the top of like the hand, like the top of the glove is facing the camera. So you can see oh, all okay. the gems like lit up. Um, luckily, uh, the Easter egg actually comes to its full like circle, like full use in Thor Ragnarok when Hela uh, is in Odin's vault. And so I remember like the executioner was like, oh, wow, I can't believe we're in Odin's vault. And she's just unimpressed. And she literally walks up to the Infinity Gauntlet and it's huge. And she's standing right in front of it. And um, she pushes over the Infinity Gauntlet and it just like clangs to the ground. And she says, fake. She's like, all the things in here are fake. Like most of the things in here are fake. So... I'm, I'm my whole speculation on the Easter egg thing. I'm thinking that um, with Thor one, they weren't planning. I guess maybe that's what uh, I'm thinking. For Thanos yeah. being the main villain, or I just don't think maybe there was as much oversight. 
like studio wise compared to now. Well, in, in Thor. Okay. So if the infinity stones, let's just say it is real. Okay. Isn't there an infinity stone in Thor? Yes. And they talk about the infinity stone, right? Well, technically a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the infinity stones are in, cause there's the one that's in Loki's scepter. He has an infinity stone. Right, right. There's the one in the Tesseract, which Loki right. wants. And then there's one in the Ether, which is the red gem from Thor the Dark World, which is an awful movie. I wouldn't blame you if you forgot the whole movie because <laughs> it's really terrible. Um Okay, so in the first Thor, so it they would have What I'm thinking is they had to have known that it was fake or were plant was planning for it to be fake if there were infinity stones in the movie because it wouldn't obviously have those on it already oh oh you're thinking that it was intended to be fake from the from like frame one yeah so like if we know loki's scepter has an infinity stone he has it that entire movie uh, yeah i think he does yeah or and is it just or does he only have it in uh the avengers now i can't remember i can't either but i know is it the Tesseract no, for sure know, in there? In the first Thor? Well, either way, it's in... I think in... so. I think so. I could be wrong, but no, no. You know who has it is um, fucking... Captain America gets found alongside it. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so the humans have it. Like, like mankind has it. Okay. So I guess Loki only has the... All right, fine. So two were featured in Thor. In first Thor. If he has the scepter, we don't know that for sure. Okay, so only one Infinity Stone, possibly, if if Loki has the scepter, is featured in Thor 1. Okay. So assuming that that's real, they would have had to have been like, okay, it's planned to be fake because it has all the Infinity Stones in it. That's true, but that I don't is know. a huge like, continuity, con- right? continuity. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's unless Loki just puts it back every night. You know, like he comes in, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna use a scepter tonight. I'm just gonna pop one of these gems off and throw it in there," <laughs> and that's how it works. I don't know. Yeah, he takes his mom's jewelry or something, and just throws in a <laughs> yeah, just the costume jewelry. In yeah, there. I it mean, is a yellow one. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's basically like costume jewelry actually you could get a pretty shitty diamond that's yellow and throw it in there yeah and at least that's like a that's like a diamond that's a rock you know it's not like a cubic zirconia (laughs) yeah and nobody's (laughs) looking at it that close i'm sure they don't bring like a gemologist or whatever the fuck they are to look (laughs) at inspect them yeah yeah gemologist or like a jeweler and you know from new york jeweler (laughs) or a jewish new yorker (laughs) <laughs> jeweler yeah like a hasidic jew uh jeweler <laughs> oh man that's hilarious um yeah so uh what are the final thoughts like on infinity gauntlet its first appearance in thor and then the debunking in thor ragnarok that is very interesting because they they saw they like killed both theories like if it's a fake or if it was real at the time uh, right so like she says it's fake that that kills the the infinity stone discrepancy right and it also kills the fact that thanos has it now right and it's still supposedly in his vault yeah because if you remember when he picks up the the um his hand <laughs> his gauntlet from his microwave i always thought it looked like a microwave in in the end end scene of age of ultron yeah he's like reaching into a microwave it's like it's ready (laughs) pulls Um, out a hot pocket or something (laughs) a hungry man or something yeah um (laughs) but yeah when when thanos puts on the the gauntlet like he has no he has no infinity uh gems or stones on it right so he has like zero you know what would be really funny though is f you know and i guess asgard's destroyed but if it wasn't when Hella like pushes it over, like one of them is real. Like one of them is just like, that would be funny. Wouldn't that be funny? Cause like, you know, like for in museums and stuff, sometimes they like recreate stuff to like kind of put yeah. it in its element. Yeah. It, it would be funny if it just one of the only one of them, which is the one we're missing, which I think is the orange stone, the soul stone. Yeah. The soul stone. If the soul stone was in the fake 
uh, Infinity Gauntlet. That would be funny. They could actually still do that. They could. They could. It's like, because Asgard gets destroyed, now it's just floating around in space, and then Thanos finds it. He's like, oh, look. And he just throws it on there. That'd be, that'd yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, um, just how I ended with a cosmic hero, I also hear that your Easter egg is quite cosmic itself. It is, yes. Yeah. So apparently, you're going to have to help me out with the name again. I don't want to mispronounce it. <laughs> okay, Kevin Feige. Okay, he is a huge Star Wars fan. And obviously, since Disney owns both, they can right. they can kind of pay homage to some Star Wars stuff. So yeah. apparently, I didn't even realize this, but thinking back, I, I remember all of these scenes. Um, so apparently, in every Phase Two uh, Marvel movie, somebody's arm gets chopped off. Yeah, I, I never realized that until. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. Me. So uh, the scenes are th- these are just the phase two movies. Uh, Thor gets his arm cut off in uh, Thor two. Yes, I did see that. Aldrich Killian gets his arm cut off in Iron Man three. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, Bucky's gets cut off in Winter Soldier. And in Civil War. Yeah. He gets his- Arm chopped off like a lot. <laughs> yeah, Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Um, Iron Man in Age of Ultron, and Yellow Jacket in Ant Man. I don't. I don't even remember the Iron Man and the Yellow Jacket one. The also oh, Yellow Jacket was one of the most forgettable villains. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> um, which I'm actually going to talk about a little later. Ooh, uh, but the Iron spoiler. Man, yeah, the Iron Man one. <laughs> It's obviously not Tony Stark's arm. It's just I think it's when he, they're fighting Ultron and oh he like yeah, when Ultron yeah. yeah 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 that's right that's right because I think he's wearing a, like a sling the rest of the movie at the very interesting. end interesting interesting well yeah then that would definitely explain it I mean um that's that's fucking cool like I paying homage to like a another amazing franchise and it's in every. Or there was that every phase every two. One? Every phase two. Now I'm movie. trying to think of the one in Guardians. Uh, the Guardians is Groot. Oh shit! Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that could have happened any time. That could have happened when he blew up. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, no, no! I think he gets his arms chopped off by Gamora. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I think so. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, um, every phase two movie. Um, it's kind of it's weird to think like the producer just was like in these production meetings he's like you have to have somebody's arm get cut off yeah so is that how it works and the writer's like (laughs) fuck now i have to write in this fucking guy's arm getting cut off yeah like when is it appropriate i mean i guess anytime during a battle scene but if we're really breaking down every time someone's arm got cut off like when thor gets his arm cut off in uh dark or the dark world i was about to say when thor gets his arm cut off in troll 2 (laughs) <laughs> what do you know that movie troll 2 yes i know exactly what you're talking about okay. <laughs> but yeah when thor gets his arm cut off um he uh i think loki like it pretends to cut it off and it, and it's like a weird like scene that is just like is there so that that almost seems like he they were told last minute they're like, oh fuck i forgot kevin feige likes this i gotta find a way and like i'm gonna do it this way that's how it's gonna be yeah, because that was something they could have done in post if they didn't already had planned planned it out. Because <laughs> right. wasn't Thor was the first movie, or Thor two was the first movie in Phase two, right? I believe so. Yes, was in Phase two after the Avengers. Yes, so I so think yes. after every Avengers, Thor- it's a new phase. Correct. Yes. Okay. Because then we're in Phase three, right? We're now in phase three, yeah. Because of the, because I guess Civil War kind of initiated phase three, even though it's not an Avengers movie technically. It's not the Avengers. I, yeah, it could be it's lumped like Avengers into one either and a half. one. It could be lumped yeah. into either a Captain America movie or a Avengers movie, right? In my opinion, yeah. Which I guess are one and the same because those are the one. Those are the guys that are most frequently featured in the Avengers movies. True. So. 
Yeah, and I guess Ant-Man was the last one in Phase 2. So this does go in order. So it's Thor 2, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, Guardians, Ultron, and then Ant-Man. So Ultron was not the last movie in Phase 2. Right. That was some <laughs> slow-mo, right? Um... Oh no! You know he gets their arm cut off in Ultron. I, fuck! I think Ultron still counts though, because Claw gets his arm chopped off by Ultron. Oh Andy Serkis, yeah, Andy Circus gets his arm cut off. Yeah, that's um, a double. That's a double whammy for that movie. It is a double whammy, and if anything, his I'm pretty sure his arm gets cut off again in Black Panther. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't know if that it's not really an integral part of the movie. Yeah, fuck. I think his arm does get cut off. His like prosthetic arm. <laughs> it's gotta be funny, like in the uh like when they go to makeup, they're all getting like these fake arms because this guy wanted a, an homage. Well, in, I don't think they get fake arms, right? It's like well, they, fake they might be it's getting like, green like makeup. It's like a green screen sleeve, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it's probably done with makeup, but yeah, it could be green. Oh, true. Like okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right, sweet. So just like yours, um, with uh, kind of like Star Wars homage, mine is also to another homage to a galaxy um, team, a Guardians team, if you will. And I'm talking about um, – the original Guardians crew is featured in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So, obviously, we all know that my next pick had to be from the huge friend to the, uh, friend to the show, Guardians of the Galaxy, because we love both of them. Um, and, you know, we have, like, the whole bonding jerk-off sesh about, about Guardians every fucking time we talk about it. But I had to, I had to use this one because I actually didn't really know this at all. Um, but yeah, so surprise, yeah, surprising me, I thought the crew we all know and love was actually the original crew. So, um, apparently the original crew consisted of, uh, a couple different Sylvester characters. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a bunch of people uh, we don't know. Right. So the, uh, I guess the leader of the original Guardians was called Major Vance Astro. But he wasn't featured in the movie. <laughs> That's a fucking comic book name right there. Yeah. Or a porn name. Oh, yeah. Vance Astro. That's what I was thinking. Major Vance Astro. That's definitely a porn. <laughs> um, like a 70s But you only porn. do military-themed pornos. <laughs> yeah. Military space theme. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Major Vance Astro. Um, but then we have character Charlie 27 which is played by none other than Ving Rhames in Guardians 2, which I love Ving Rhames. Yeah. I mean, he's awful, but like he's so good as a, as a supporting role every time. I don't know what it is. He is, yeah. He could never carry an entire movie, but goddamn, no, he's, he's a, good he in those good small roles. Good, yeah, good character actor. He's just a good character actor. Yeah. Um, uh, next crew member we have is Martinex Tinaga, uh, played by Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, I didn't know who this is, but then I realized it's Lex Luthor in Smallville, so that's kind of interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Yondu was also part of the original crew, which he rest was. in peace. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes, he was. And I'm still, like, super pissed they killed him off. Like I, Especially after how good he did in the second movie. His character development in the second one was unreal. And I'm, I legit was very, very sad when he freezes and Star-Lord is, like, yelling no. I mean... Like almost like that. That yeah. brings like a tear to your eye because it was so powerful. And my, dude, Michael Rooker fucking killed that role. He was so good in that role. He was. I I did not like his character in the first movie, and it maybe because it didn't have the development that it had in the second movie. Yeah, but the oh totally his role in the second movie like made me appreciate appreciate his role in the first movie a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, if you go and see the second, if you see the second movie, you go back for the first one and see Yondu. I love him because it's like I got the development I needed from two. I see him in one; it's great. And this almost got out of hand with Guardians Two Worship. Almost got out of hand. <laughs> I could talk for days. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. Um, 
And then we have Stoke, uh, Starhawk, which is Stakara Gord, played by none other than Sly. Sylvester Stallone. Um, and then there's also Aletta Ogord, uh, that is played by Michelle Yeoh, which is the Bond girl Wei Lin from Tomorrow Never Dies, if you remember that movie. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, so, I do remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think World is Not Enough is this probably the worst Pierce Brosnan one. But that's oh, yeah. Hands down. Okay. Hands cool. down. Ooh, Die Another Day, though. That one's not very good either. Well, they're, not they're all pretty bad though. after GoldenEye. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, it's it's funny because the whole I, idea of a team-up, so the true Guardians of the Galaxy arrives after the funeral of Yondu, uh, which we they're all shown paying their respects. Um, but obviously, uh, the original Guardians team kind of comes together when uh, Sly's Starhawk, uh, or Stakar, brings all the Ravager captains together during the mid credit scene and basically says, we need to get everyone back together, which is pretty awesome because they all are kind of like their own thing. But I still think you got some pretty good character actors in there. Plus you got Sly, which after like Creed, I'm like convinced he can act. So, and you know, he, he kind of, he kind of pulls off like the old timey, like space, like jockey kind of guy. Yeah, he and did it in uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, Demolition Man, and I'll even throw in Dread. I mean, he was a superhero, yeah. right? I liked so, his version of Dread. I mean, I'm more than Carl Urban. Let's be real. That that's true, but it like a lot. <laughs> yeah. It gets a lot of hate, but I don't. I'm not a. Yeah, I don't hate it. yeah. So, um, interestingly enough, haha, uh, James Gunn, who actually helms the, and I didn't know they call this call it this, but Guardians is part of the cosmic MCU. Um, I actually knew that. Did you? Yeah, I don't know anyone else that's in that, but I remember reading something about that. Yeah, um, I think Doctor Strange is also technically a part of it, and I think now Thor Ragnarok is as well, or like Thor forward. Um, but yeah, James Gunn actually spoke about the idea of a Guardians, guard, like multiple Guardians spinoff movies, which I'm 100% into because I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy could be its own thing. Yes, it doesn't... It. Guardians is probably one of my favorite series so far of the MCU. So I agreed. I I'll take anything I can get as far as spinoffs from that movie. Like I want a Drax spinoff. I'll go for an originals Guardians spinoff. Yeah, I'm definitely into the original Guardians spinoff. It's actually funny how like the Ravager captains is are technically the first Guardians of the Galaxy. It's weird. Because I, I did hear this while I was researching my stuff, and I I don't really understand. So in the comics, this crew is the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not like Star-Lord and Drax. Um, it's not those people? It is Star-Lord and Drax and all of them later on. I think in the like late 90s, early 2000. Okay. Like, because I, can't, I know in like the late... Or like the early '90s, like late '80s, early '90s, Yondu was still a part of the team. I think most of the original crew were still a part of the team, and then they introduced Star Lord in the '90s as his own character. Okay. Um, but yeah, now the the current Aven- uh the current Guardians are, I think, led by. They used to be led by Iron Man, but now I think they're led by um, Nova Prime, which it, or. Nova, I guess, it, which is uh, kind of like he's part of actually the Nova Corps, which they cover in Guardians One. Is and it John C. He... Riley's character? <laughs> oh fuck! I wish. I hope <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. Actually, I wouldn't be mad at that because Nova's kind of badass. But I wouldn't mind like Nova being completely different and being <laughs> fucking John C. Riley with his crazy ass hair. That'd be funny as shit. That would be. Um, yeah, so what are your thoughts on the Easter egg of the original Guardians crew? It's cool. I, I, when I saw the movie and I saw the end credit scene, I had no idea who that was. Even when he was like, let's get the band back together, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, same. It was one of those things where you really would have had to have read the comics to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah and I feel like a lot of people who read Guardians of the Galaxy, or not a lot of people read Guardians of the Galaxy, um... I feel like that wasn't as big until like maybe the movie start like getting announced or like the rumors or whatever. And then it started picking up steam as far as the print 
is concerned but um yeah i know when the movie was coming out i a lot of people were talking about like can this be a successful movie because nobody knows who it is right because i think this was marvel's first gamble with like more unknown heroes yeah and it really paid off yeah a james gunn like it's it's kind of like the whole theory of like the uh uh, what's his fucking name? J.J. Uh, Abrams with the Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, except James Gunn kills it f- one after the other. I'm hoping it's not the third one, third, like, syndrome where it gets fucked, but... His brother's legit. I uh, hope he, yeah, I hope of... he actually learns how to use the fucking mohawk Arrow. and then, <laughs> and then uh, is a part of the Guardians. Yeah. You know, it's funny enough, and bef- I, I know it's like we're getting in on Guardians again, but... Uh, Yondu's character actually was an archer. Like he, he still had the fin, but he had like a bow and arrow. Oh, really? Like a cosmic looking bow and arrow, which is funny how they, I love the way they translated in this. That yeah. arrow is sweet as fuck. Yeah. That thing's awesome. And it's so deadly and everyone knows it too. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> Every time they see it, they're like, shit. I, I, I'm sure this got out of hand with Guardians. <laughs> I'm did. almost positive. It definitely did. So Yondu's got his bow and arrow. Uh, we just need a shield in this to make it a little medieval. Instead, we're just going to Captain America. So we're talking about Cap Shield. I love right, that. Cap? I love how you say America because you say it like a fucking redneck. <laughs> You're like Captain America. <laughs> I feel like the A was silent for sure, but oh, I didn't think it. I didn't think it sounded that backwards. Maybe no. it's the swamp swamp child uh, Florida guy in me. <laughs> So yeah, my next one is uh, Cap Shield. So in um, every Captain America movie so far, so one, two, and then I guess we're considering Civil War, obviously. Uh, yeah, we'll consider it. We will. I actually consider it. <laughs> a little side tangent. I actually consider Captain America: Civil War a Cap movie, but it is also considered, in my opinion, to be an Avengers movie. It is an Avengers movie. So, I always thought of it as an Avengers movie. So you can. I feel like they don't spend Cap on Captain America too often in that movie. No, it's pretty equal. It's de- it's definitely equal between the two sides. Yeah, Cap's side is just way smaller, so it does focus on him more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, in uh, every Captain America movie, Bucky or the Winter Soldier has Cap's shield in some form or another and does fight with it. It's not like he just grabs it it's like he legit knows how to use it yeah so the nod for this is like going back to the comics where bucky does actually take over the role of cap yeah and maybe like since we know that chris evans doesn't want to come back after the next avengers like maybe this is foreshadowing his rise to captain america because i know doesn't um falcon also in the comics become he does yeah so i'm they really can go either way with this like i would be okay with anthony mackie playing the new captain america and i'd be okay with and i don't know who the guy who plays winter so sebastian stan right or stan sebastian yes the guy from gossip girl okay sure (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at either of them being Captain America because they're both awesome and they're both awesome in the movies. Um, although I think now that they brought Bucky into Wakanda, I think he's going to become like the White Wolf, which is like a white Black Panther. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go that route, but either way, I'm I'm good with it. I think I um, would prefer Anthony Mackie over the guy from Gossip Girl. Just because I don't really like Falcon as a hero. So I think he he has a much more potential f- as being Captain America. What do you mean you don't like him as, as a hero? I don't know. I well, just he's... think his, his like talents are kind of lame. Like He can fight, but he can just fly. And he's also... Oh, oh, oh you mean like him as Falcon? Yes. Like Falcon's okay. abilities. Not him personally, but that's why I think he would have a lot more options or a lot more like development ability. If yeah, I mean, I would agree, but like Falcon is, or um, yeah, Falcon's like, like non suited version. He's not a super soldier. 
Winter Soldier is, you know, like That's he's like true. physically on the same as Cap. Whereas I'm just going to say Anthony Mackie because I actually don't remember uh, a Sam, right? Isn't his name Sam? Yes. Um, yeah. So Sam or Falcon's abilities are very much like his suit and yeah, his like military training, martial arts, blah, blah, blah. So do you think, I don't know if you know, but in the comic books, like how does he become Captain America? Do they inject him with that serum or what? No, and honestly, I, I, I'm not sure, but I'm, but I do know that he wears like the Falcon suit, but like with Captain America. Oh, okay. Colors. That might be cool. Yeah. I, I actually prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it for sure. Especially if he gets a new shield. Cause we well, know he doesn't get the shield. He just gets like white wings and he has like the, a kept like the, the star on like his chest and oh so that he doesn't he doesn't even get anything cool i don't know now that i can't fucking i can't even think of it maybe he does have a shield i don't know guys wicked hot fans let us know if um falcon actually has a shield because we we don't know we're blanket on this he better get a shield because we know it breaks in infinity war well we know it it's already gone isn't it because i mean in in the commercial for infinity war captain america has like those like mini shields that also oh, look yeah. like stabbing weapons. Yeah, doesn't it break at the end of... Oh, no, he leaves it back in, in Civil, Civil War. In Civil War, yeah. After they fight, and then he jams it in Tony Stark's chest. Right, yes. So I think Stark must have the legit shield, but it I think it's in the trailers in Infinity War broken. Or it's oh, okay. in one of the posters, so it, the, he does break it. Yeah, so I, I, I dig the, the Bucky shield. I... I mean, it's cool that it does reference Captain America, but I think we're both on the same thing where Falcon definitely needs to be Captain America going forward. Especially, Yeah, especially if Bucky's going to be White Panther. I don't remember what you called it. <laughs> yeah, uh, White Wolf, White okay. Wolf. Um, so just like, uh, you know, there, there was there's different people that played Captain America. We have different actors that played Hulk. And Kevin, I think it's safe to say that we've talked... This movie half to death. What with Ed Norton on set stuff? That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> Liv Tyler as Betty Ross. Fuck um, her. Yeah, I, which is still bizarre to me. Bizarre. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure we've also talked about some other stuff about this movie. I, I don't know. William Hurt. Yeah, William, William Hurt. Hurt Samuel. Fuck. William Hurt. Jesus. What's Christ. what's his name? Yeah, the other guy. Something. Sam. Sam. Sam Elliot, Foss. Sam Elliot, Sam Elliot. There Sam we go. Elliot. I called him Sam Neil. <laughs> Sam, Neil. Hey, I'm going to be mad at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess in Wicked Hot fashion, I'm going to talk about it again because it is Wicked Hot Marvel Month. So fuck it. I got a I got a Harry Potter one in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, um, so I'll go ahead and say this is actually still the only Marvel movie I have not seen in its entirety, and. I'm pretty sure I've only seen like one scene, but um, I'm talking about the Incredible Hulk, and specifically, uh, what? What'd you like? I know there was some confusion over whether it was Hulk, the Hulk, or Incredible <laughs> <Yeah>. Hulk. <laughs> Hulk the Hulk or Incredible Hulk? So it's the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk, right? Yes, Edward Norton uh, okay. Incredible Hulk. Um, and I'm specifically talking the Easter egg I'm talking about is that the villain, the leader. Uh, which apparently is one of the Hulk's most infamous nemesis. Um, but yeah, so we have basically have a precursor appearance of the leader in The Incredible Hulk. So actor Tim Blake Nelson portrays him. And I don't even know what the fuck this guy's from. He's in stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Look him up. I don't even have like the pay. I was like, I don't know who this guy is. I can't. I was looking at his filmography. I'm like, I don't know. No one's going to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, he portrays him. Uh he well, he becomes the leader um, as Doctor Samuel Stearns, which is the character Samuel Stearns becomes the leader. Um, except in this movie, he's trying to help Bruce Banner find a cure, and he is a doctor. In the actual source material, um, it's pretty funny. He's actually a janitor. Like he's a shit. Like he 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 he's like <laughs> they made him on like the opposite spectrum. Like janitor becomes doctor. It's like Goodwill Hunting or something like that. Um, but yeah, so throughout the events of the movie, uh, somehow 
Hulk's blood drips into an open head wound that he has. <laughs> yeah, I remember which, this very vividly. Okay. I'm really glad I didn't see this because this whole thing sounds so fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, so blood drips into a fucking like head wound he has. Why is he like, fuck, I'm going to get AIDS now? Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I think when blood drips into an open wound. Exactly. So... Um, this basically causes his cranium to rapidly expand, just like the comic book character. So he's got like a big head and not like the weird monster thing from Green Lantern. <laughs> if anyone is, <laughs> remembers that guy. Um, but yeah, so we actually never see the leader born, um, I guess, as how he's shown within like the source material, but it was implied. Blood and the guy's name is the same guy as the leader. Blood drips down into his head. Head gets big, kind of like how the the, the villain is. Um, there was, however, uh, an MCU comic tie-in prior to the Avengers release in 2012 that revisits the character. Oh, thank God! Yeah. So apparently, his head—it <laughs> sounds so stupid to say—his head is still undergoing a uh, rapid mutation during the events of the movie. Um, when that's Black not very Widow... two years is not very rapid. No, 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 like, no, no. Like during the event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> during the events of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. Is, is when the comic is like kind of you know discovering the, the behind the scenes. Oh, I see. I was gonna say so, four years is not because it's from 2008 to 2012, right? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Right. But um, no, no, no. This is during like the movie. The comic is taking place during okay. the movie. All right, makes sense. And so Black Widow is still obviously, as we know in Avengers, she's following Bruce Banner. You know, whatever. So Black Widow actually happens upon the leader when he's, you know, has his head mutating. Um, he actually starts to kind of show his power, like he knows like where she's from and stuff like with like analysis, like he knows her entire like name and existence and he tries to like bribe her or somewhat some, something like that. She eventually shoots him in the leg and he's detained into shield custody. So it's still possible that he could be appearing again, which would be pretty sweet. I mean, I've never heard of the villain myself, but I was reading a little bit of the bio and he seems he honestly, he's like a Marvel Sinestro. If you know the DC character, like Green Lantern's nemesis Sinestro um, is part of like the Yellow Lantern Corps. I know we're getting like way off topic <laughs> with Marvel, Marvel stuff, but um, that, that's kind of kind of what he looks like. Just, you know, big head alien looking motherfucker uh, green. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I first saw Incredible Hulk, I was about to say Hulk. Uh, when I first saw Incredible Hulk, um a couple months ago, I saw this scene and it doesn't really ever touch on it again after this scene. And I was so pissed that it never touched on the guy again. I had to look it up and see like, what the fuck happened to this guy? So he better come back because like it just created this villain and had no closure on him at all. He's just out there. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you, uh, was he good in the movie? Yeah. He helped, he helped Bruce, Actually, no, he wasn't. Well, you thought he was, but then it turns out he was saving all of uh, the serum to Bruce Banner's. Yeah, he was saving all of his blood. Yeah, well, in the movie, it, it doesn't really work out like that. He's saving his blood to, like, replicate it. Okay. But Abomination, or the guy, like, comes, comes to see him. Yeah, and then, like, forces him to change him into that. So to fight Hulk. Yeah, so he's not, like, a bad guy. He's just kind of misinformed on what the blood like how powerful the blood is i see okay. and in the movie he just like falls over and the blood starts dripping into his wound and it starts like getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and it ne that's the last time you see him in the entire movie yeah that's pretty fucking stupid and there I'm, and the end credit scene was like tony stark talking to william, william hurt yeah so it's not like so there's nothing even, there's no yeah, like there's just in credit scene closure or anything, it's just like here's this villain that you're never going to see again after 17 more movies. I mean, it is weird, but maybe we'll get another Hulk movie, um, which would honestly I wouldn't mind. I mean, I know kind of Ragnarok was a bit of a Hulk movie, but I mean, we got the MCU comic tie-in. 
at this point and that's yeah. and he, he and he's like on ign's like top villain list so i'm assuming he's a pretty big deal i don't i've never read the incredible whole comics but uh you know wicked hot fans out there if you guys know of the leader and and how awesome he is let us know because um yeah i i, I had it i didn't know about him but i guess he seems like he's a pretty big deal so it would be nice to see the character explored although i don't know about using the same guy because if he's fully mutating you could definitely use someone else in like makeup yeah they could use somebody else but and at this point is anyone gonna fucking remember honestly no but that's that's the time that i like to see the same actor because it's like damn after 10 years or 12 years or whatever how long it takes them to make that it's like wow they still got the same character i like when when movies do that yeah it, it keeps it it keeps it original like yeah. it, you don't you don't stray I know, like I was watching a video of Iron Man one, and when I saw Terrence Howard up there, I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, Terrence Howard! Where's Don Cheadle at?" Like, it, it actually reminds me of uh, a, an episode of The Office. Really early on, uh, this character Meredith, her kid is in the show, and he's like ten years old or like eight years old, yeah. and then later on, he's a stripper, and he's like eighteen years old. They got the same actor to do it. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I love when they when they do that kind of shit. Yeah, that's a nice surprise though. I I like that. Yeah. All right, cool. So that does it for Incredible Hulk. Uh Kevin, what do you got for me? So before we had the the current Spider Man we have now, Tom Holland, there was a petition out there to get Donald Glover into I guess Sony's Spider Man. This was before there was actually a a Marvel Spider-Man. Oh, so before the crossover. Right. Okay. So they, the petition was to get Donald Glover to be Miles Morales, which we know is the, the second or the next Spider-Man. Right. The next big Spider-Man. And I, does, does he get like the same powers the same way? I don't understand. Um, I, I don't understand either. Cause I've actually never read any of the Miles Morales stuff, but um, in regards to that, Donald Glover, he's not young. No, It'd but be this like was a also a situation. Yeah, this was also a while ago. I would say like four year, four or five years ago. Yeah, but I feel like Donald Glover's like your age, and Tom Holland like just turned twenty one. That's true. Tom Holland does look like a teenager. Yeah, but I feel like in the cartoon, Peter never looked like a teenager. No, he looked like a grown ass man. <laughs> he did. That's why. That's why I'm still with the Tobey Maguire, the best thirty <laughs> year old in high school. Yeah. So, Donald Glover has this little tiny cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming, and it was, there. there's a theory out there that it's for something else. His, I guess his character, I didn't even, I didn't even know this. His character in the comics is called the Prowler, yeah. um, and he happens to be the uncle of Miles Morales, Oh shit! The yeah, the actual second Spider-Man. So there's some speculation that Marvel did this to like throw a bone at Sony, so they can have a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie on their own. You know what? I just realized. First of all, that's awesome. Second of all, he does talk about his fucking nephew. Yeah, in the movie, he does. In yeah. the movie, he's like, "I got a nephew, man." Like, you know. Or, or something like that. Yeah. Or does he have a kid? I, I know he mentions a child. He so. does. He does talk about his nephew in the movie, and that's kind of why it's it is an Easter egg because not only was there like this huge petition out there for for Donald Glover to play Miles Morales, but they got him to play his uncle and possibly set up by talking about his nephew another maybe a Sony led uh, Spider Man movie with Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker. Yeah, that, I mean, that, I, I, I'd be into it because, I mean, when Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man, he's also in high school. But at this point, Peter Parker is basically like, at least in the cur current run, Peter Parker is kind of like a Tony Stark. Like, he has his own company. Okay. And he he is Spider-Man, but not really so much anymore. And Miles Morales is kind of his own thing. So Miles Morales and Peter Parker are Spider-Man at the same time? Concurrently, yes, because right now uh, Peter Parker is uh, Spider-Man in the Amazing Spider-Man comic series, which is obviously the longest running one, the one I um, have collected. And then um, 
there's Spider-Man, which is Miles Morales. Okay. Yeah. So that's so how they, it goes right now. Even though they're in, I, I don't know how comics work, but even though they're concurrently Spider-Man, like are they, and they're different comics, are they like in the same universe or is they it like completely separate? No, everything in the Marvel universe is basically in the Marvel universe. Oh, okay. So even if it's a different comic, it's still all in the same universe. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Uh, the X-Men stuff kind of gets a little iffy, but we won't get into the nitty gritty details. <laughs> We're I, not but, talking yes. about X-Men. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yes, the, uh, the, the Spider-Man and the amazing Spider-Man are going at it at the same time. So yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be down to see like a whole like spider verse, um, that's awesome spider verse <laughs> well that's what it's called and just a bunch of like like spider people <laughs> i know it sounds stupid a bunch of spiderlings um i want to see some spider people in the spider verse <laughs> that does sound yeah. really lame yeah no but i'm, I'm into it I, I definitely i definitely like uh uh that easter egg and i definitely like where that's going i see i didn't i didn't know i didn't know the prowler was miles morales's uncle yep and i'm a big fan of them like paying respect to donald glover yeah for being like you know we're not going to have a 30 year old play peter parker but or miles morales in general but you know like we respect what you're doing over here yeah and you know like miles morales in a lot of ways is pretty similar to peter parker and the way donald glover played his character it just i i couldn't see it working as Miles Morales. No, I couldn't either. But he did play like a really weird character in Homecoming. Yeah, he did. Like he, he did. had weird mannerisms. And, and he, he seemed like he was like, all, like he just was out of it. Like he was like half asleep or something. Yeah. Right. He was just like, oh, that's what, what I'm doing. Maybe he intended to play it like that. But yeah, it, it I'm assuming he did. I don't think he was phoning it in. No, but. no, I don't think so at all. It was just like. I don't know. It was a weird take on uh, apparently like a super villain in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is definitely strange. Um, all right, cool. So from a red suit, I'm going to go over some to a red cloak. <laughs> I feel like you used that transition last week. I did definitely did, but I also have something that is red. Um, so, but before before I get into my next Easter egg, I'm just going to tell you, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole for Ultron lines in Age <laughs> of Ultron, and fuck, James Spader's voice is so great. And I, I'm not even going to lie to you, I fucking loved Ultron, and I was really pissed that he was kind of just wasted at the end. We've talked about this before. It's like every Marvel villain. It's <laughs> yeah. I thought he was really good, too. Um... I'm not a fan of James Spader normally. I I like him in Neither the office. I. I like him in the office, and that's about it. And yeah, Ultron, and that's that's pretty much it. And I've never watched uh, Boston Legal, so I, I couldn't even. I didn't even know that, that was a show. You, yeah, you should watch with, that shit because it takes place in your town. That's true. It's James Spader and William Shatner. Actually. Oh God, <laughs> that cannot <laughs> so be it's good. Like, I don't know. I, I've never seen it, but um, you know, I love my procedural shows. Which uh, spoiler alert? I don't. No, anyway. no clapping, no laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I digress. So uh, my Easter egg is actually shown uh, during the scene where Ultron first reveals himself uh, to uh, Quicksilver, Quicksilver, and uh, Scarlet Witch in the church in Sokovia. So um, Ultron is originally in the center of the church. He's sitting down on a chair. Uh, with a red cloak draped over him. Now, what does that mean? Well, this is basically a callback to when the character uh, first appeared in the Avengers comic. Um, Ultron originally appears in Avengers uh, number 54 in 1968 as the Crimson Cow. Um, and he reveals his face at the end of that issue, but there's no mention of what his name is. So he's in a completely different costume until the very end where he shows what he looks. Uh, he doesn't really look like how he looks in the movie, but pretty similar. He's got more of like a, like a like black in the middle of his helmet. But he's um, still a robot, like looks like a robot. He is still a robot, okay. yes. So um, Ultron and uh, – well, I'll, I'll just say this. So, so the red cloak he wears in Age of Ultron 
um, is basically original is a throwback to his original persona that they never explored during the movie. So I think that was pretty cool that he like kind of donned that in a certain way. I like you know, when they do I, that. Yeah. Cause I mean, he could have just been sitting there. It's, I mean, he's a giant fucking robot, you know, like no one, he's not, he's not going to fool anyone. Like it's, I, you know, I know it's an obscure Easter egg, but he had it for a reason. He's not like walking the streets in like a little cloak, like, Oh, they're not going to realize I'm like 10 feet tall and a giant like killer <laughs> robot, you know? Yeah. You know, when I watched that movie, I didn't understand. I was like, why, why is he wearing that? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, he, it honestly reminded me of like the mummy or something. Like he was like hiding out. Yeah, and like you said, it would have been impossible for him to hide anyways. So I like that they did that. I I definitely like if they're not gonna go with what the source material is. I like when they pay respect to where it came from, right? Rather than yeah, just I, changing it and being like a big fuck you to the storyline, <laughs> right? Because I know in issue fifty five, which is was the next one where he actually he's known as like Ultron five, like that's his thing and then okay. he like kind of disappears a little bit and then he upgrades himself to ultron 6 like the adamantium shell and all that stuff oh, okay um but they can't say adamantium because it's owned by fox so um but yeah it's pretty cool that they they paid homage to the character i mean i know um the comic and the movie very differently considering hank pym is actually the one that creates ultron rather than tony stark hmm. um but yeah i mean i i, I think that keeping it um pretty like you know like like, most people would notice like again like i started reading comics really really late um with the exception of spider-man and like i I had no idea about this until you know i looked it up yeah that's just that's interesting um because yeah like i i like when they do that type of shit but again it's like watching it it's like why the fuck is he wearing that? And that's something that you have to know as a fan. <laughs> right, right. It's or like, else you're just like, why do they even choose to do that? Like, Yeah, it's like the Infinity Gauntlet in Thor 1. Like, I didn't know that even existed because Thanos wasn't even a thing. Right. Like, I right. didn't even know. So I would have had to have known and caught that one frame that he that it showed. <laughs> yeah. it. It's like, damn, Listen, that's an obscure reference. Always, exactly. But you could have always looked up the YouTube video that would have circled it 50,000 times with 10 million arrows pointing at It'd it. It'd be 23 minutes, <laughs> and the thumbnail would be like just some fucking crazy stuff with some tits hanging out. <laughs> exactly. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so Ultron being made by Hank Pym. Interestingly enough, Hank Pym is in your next uh, movie that you chose an Easter egg for. That is true. Um, so this one is technically an Ant-Man Easter egg, but it's also a callback to Iron Man 1. So nice. this, like, it would be almost impossible for you to actually catch this in Ant-Man. Because, okay, okay so they're in the thing with uh, the little vault thing with the yellow jacket suit and yep. Hank Pym. And then there's the... I don't even know the character's name, but the the leader of the the guy who basically created the yellow jacket suit. He, well, you mean forgettable villain number thirty five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. So there's him, and then there's the bald like, guy. Yeah, the bald guy okay. with the suit, the nice looking suit. Yeah, the bald nice looking. Suit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's also like some security guards. It doesn't really touch on who they are or okay. who they're with. Right. But apparently, so this is the thing that would be impossible for you to see. In one of the deleted scenes on the DVD or the Blu-ray, one of the, the security guards has a tattoo on his neck, a 10 rings tattoo. So oh, it, shit. it calls back to the Iron Man. And, and honestly, after watching Iron Man, I'm like, where the fuck is this 10 rings going to show up again? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Because like Hydra's yeah. been big in the entire thing uh thanos has at some point like 10 rings was in the first one and i think it was in the third one for like a second it was and then you never hear from it yeah which really sucks because the 10 rings is like it's the mandarin and it's like fin fan foom which is another one of iron man's like nemesis and the fact that they're not even like mentioned anymore is stupid I mean, again, they ruined the Mandarin. I thought Ben Kingsley was awesome as him when he was like pretending to be bad. 
yeah. then when it when it ended up being like a complete hoax which really honestly fucking ruined the movie for me yeah um, it was really like sucked. one of the tropes like it was all a dream like uh just yeah. kidding yeah once well, he it's actually a guy pierce and that's the bad guy yeah um yeah they completely abandoned the whole 10 rings thing and i don't even know if they were even involved with uh guy pierce's character aldrich killian so it's almost like they were featured in one weren't featured again until ant-man yeah apparently but if you look at the scene that was cut out it looks like they're trying to maybe focus on the 10 rings thing but they took the scene out so it leads me to believe that they kind of abandoned the whole 10 rings storyline because it's it's literally like half of the 10 rings tattoo if for like a like a split second like less than the Thanos um infinity gauntlet in Thor 1 it's like you you barely see it oh shit so somebody so I, just like barely caught this wait so this is actually a deleted scene so it's not even in the theatrical release the tattoo is but in the deleted scene there you can see the full tattoo oh okay okay so that's how they can kind of confirmed that it was the 10 rings tattoo uh well kevin i'm glad uh I, i'm glad everyone's enjoyed the show thus far considering uh this particular part was recorded three days later because <laughs> my internet decided to go out luckily this time it ended up going out when we were basically done so yeah. all that's left is the intro or outro um you know what's funny yeah, so, is at the beginning of this episode i hadn't seen black panther and by the end i have already seen black panther <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's for that is really interesting um which i guess yeah hot overall thoughts I liked it. I don't think it lived up to the hype that it got. Okay, fair enough. I would have to disagree, but fair enough. Um, so, yeah, and before we close out, Kevin, uh, I do have a question for you. And this doesn't have to do with, uh, well, I guess it kind of has to do with Easter eggs, but it doesn't really have to do with anything Marvel. I couldn't really think of a really good question for the end of the show, uh, aside from this one. Is it Easter Bunny or Zombie Jesus? That resonates the most. <laughs> I think it's definitely the Easter Bunny. Okay. I mean, if you ask any kid, because that's what this holiday is all about, is like kids. Right. Kids are going to be like, Easter Bunny, hands down. Who? What's Jesus have to do with Easter Bunny? I agree. Yeah, I feel like Easter was like a weird way to get kids like into religion. But they're like, oh, look at the cute, cuddly bunny. Although the bunny was never cute and cuddly. It always looked like a murderer. Yeah, especially if you look at pictures of the Easter Bunny in like the '60s and '70s, it looks it looks like uh <laughs> like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic thing, but way worse. A hundred percent worse. And I also will say, I don't know what it is with every mall still having the same costume from like the 1970s. <laughs> like yeah. they they just recycled the same costume, and that's probably what makes it worse. Is just just a bunny that's just wear and tear over fucking 40 years. We're just like, oh, how did, how did they not got a new costume for this? I've seen, I saw a video recently of a Easter bunny, like surprising kids in a classroom and the kids f- are look fucking terrified. They lose their shit and just start running and screaming. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. So let us know what you think. It's Zombie Jesus or Easter Bunny. Uh, Kevin and I are an Easter Bunny. But um, yeah, let us know what you thought of the first uh, Wicked Hot uh, Marvel uh, Month episode. So episode one with our Easter eggs, what you thought, what were some Easter eggs you liked, what were some Easter eggs you think we should have pointed out. Uh, let us know on Twitter and Instagram at Wicked Hot Talk. And we actually have a the special announcement that we had mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Um, so for in honor of Wicked Hot Marvel Month, we will be releasing a special Wicked Hot Marvel t-shirt um, today. So the episode's out. You probably will probably announce it on Twitter. Um, and you probably already know. Who knows? But um, yeah, just go ahead. It's on T Public and it's under the Wicked Hot, right? It's under Wicked Hot yep. as the it is. As the store name. Okay, cool. But we'll post a direct link because it's pretty difficult to find. Uh, the new t-shirts that aren't as popular on there. But yeah, uh, yep. really awesome shirt. So just to give you the synopsis on it, it's about how we rate Marvel movies. So um, it's one could, to six, which is kind of it's weird. It's one to six. Yeah. 
<laughs> which which was my fault because I thought there were five infinity stones, but I forgot about the one in the center of the yeah. So in, it's in the gauntlet. It's six based off of the number of infinity stones. Yeah. So top six. Yeah, I think it's a really sweet T-shirt. I hope you guys like it. Um, well, we also have the other uh, Wicked Hot logo T-shirts and uh, some of the other like uh, Marvel themed uh, shirts that'll be going on. They'll be on sale for fourteen bucks. So, what's um, your what's your favorite one of the logos in the shirt? So, so the shirt is basically a rating one to six, and it's different sayings from different movies, but it's in the logo font style of the actual movie itself yeah that's really that's really difficult because i really like number like one but i also really like um i may have to do odin's beard that may be my i like that one i my <laughs> i think my favorite one is taser face <laughs> yeah. i might pick up a taser face t-shirt yeah, Taser Face is really awesome. Yeah, so guys, um, definitely go pick up those t-shirts. Let us know what you thought of the episode of the first Marvel episode. And we will have a new Marvel episode uh, again for the next, I guess, remaining, what, two, three weeks? Three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, for the next three weeks um, leading up to the release of Avengers Infinity War. Again, uh, subscribe on iTunes and like, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, follow on Twitter and Instagram at Wicked Hot Talk. And Kevin, I think... That's it for three days later. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Okay, awesome. Bye, everybody.